0: episode 197 of sci-fi tv rewatch my name's dave and i'm joined as always by my co-host wayne as we continue our look at the netflix showcase canada co-production of travelers starring all those crazy canadians <laughs> i guess they're all canadian i i think most of them are i think yeah yeah but uh hey we're coming to the end uh it gosh it seems like we just started travelers and i know it's only 12 episodes but You know, I guess like they say, time flies, (laughs) pun intended, when you're having fun. So, all right. Well, before we get to any more bad jokes, Wayne and I want to remind you, as always, (laughs) love to hear from you. Emails at sci-fi tv rewatch at gmail.com. Go to the website where you can leave a voicemail using the leave voicemail tab, record your own audio clips, send the MP3 as an attachment. Or send us a tweet at sci fi TV rewatch, and we'd encourage you to consider joining the Facebook group and join the discussions there. And, you know, I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, just, you know, talk a little bit about the one posting, but a little bit of sci fi news this week that uh, I think you and I talked a little bit about it. We didn't have to wait to hear about the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. renewal or cancellation because ABC announced it a little bit early. We are, we are, we're yeah. going to get a fifth season.
1: Yeah, but hard luck man. It's
0: going to air on Friday nights at 9. Oh. and follow the 8 episode run of the debut of Inhumans. So on the one hand, you know, we we talk a lot about the Friday night death slot and right. you know, I I know what you've always said back, you know, when you were in college and and a little bit after, you know, you had a social life and but you know, <laughs> I mean, you had a VCR, you could record things. Right. But even well, even being technologically astute, it was still a pain in the ass. It was a pain in the ass, right? Um, and I did have, like I said, for that
1: I had two. I think for two seasons I kept up with um, X Files, and but you know you had to have like the a special tape, clearly marked X Files, so Jody wouldn't like tape over Oprah on it or something like that. You know, I do know, and, and then you had to program it. And you had to remember the, you know, to set the program and to put the tape in. And just it was, I mean, it's so much. I, I don't think the Friday night Death slot is so much a thing anymore. Well, it wouldn't be so much a thing, except that the networks still really are pretty keen on that. How many people are
0: watching the show live? You know? Although they are changing, and like you said, it's not so much a thing anymore. I think because of the DVR and. Sure. and I guess what I was thinking about it from a podcaster's standpoint, because Michael and I cover it for golden spiral media is that on Friday night, then that almost means we've got to record it on Sunday, which, you know, may work out. It may not, but you know, I, I can see from a podcasting standpoint, it might be a little problematic, but yeah, it is what it is. Now what we apparently are going to get though, is a full 22 episode season, whether or not we return to that three pod format, uh, you know we don't have any information on that i personally loved it and, and hope they return to it It was like getting three mini seasons in one right so now the other thing is it's not often that networks change their minds but nbc uncanceled time travel favorite timeless which <gasps> really yeah you watch it right yeah. yeah i loved it oh i didn't know that. that's awesome yeah so and as it turns out it became the lone time travel network show to survive what's being called the freshman bloodbath because frequency time after time making history all got canceled and at hmm. this point uh eric kripke who's the co-showrunner and co-creator of timeless yep. he did another show what was that revolution show? No. Oh, oh! I know what you're show. talking about, and and like two brothers uh, and everything. Ah, uh, gosh, I can't remember. But God, they they were like Don and Steve, uh, like Worcester or something. Oh, I can't God, dude, I thought you were talking about something. Yeah, you thought I was being serious. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, Griffin did
1: supernatural. Well, man. I understand on.
0: that once you mentioned the Winchesters, yeah. but uh, I thought you were with me the whole time. No, I wasn't. But uh, he has implied that season two is going to have 10 episodes and possibly return in the spring of 2018. So we'll see. Now, in terms of listener feedback, Wayne and I just want to thank everybody that's posted in the Facebook thread with suggestions for what we should cover next. And, And of course, we'll let you know probably next time about any progress we've made in that regard. We can't promise we've come to any kind of a decision because uh, I think we've both just been really busy at work. We haven't really had a lot of chance to sit down and talk about what the possibilities are, but, you know, some of the suggestions in the Facebook thread, which I pinned. So, you know, certainly go there. Uh, Dollhouse has gotten a little bit of play as has man in the high castle. Now I I would love to do, either of those right and and also Buffy the Vampire Slayer which yeah the Buffy as each year goes by it gets more difficult to justify not giving it a look so yeah well we really can't justify it at all except for like you know we're gonna get to the end of that first season and everyone's gonna be like oh dude you gotta keep going you gotta keep going it's like well and somebody mentioned that I'm not sure which show they were referring to but I I think yeah look Never say never. I think one of the beauties for the two of us about sci-fi TV rewatches, we can basically do whatever we want, like yeah, librarians. Right. Well, let's keep going. And, and and we did. So sure, never say never. But I mean, the the plan is to only tackle the first season of whatever show we we right. end up doing. Well, here's the problem. I know what's
1: going to happen because I know I'm going to love Buffy. I know. I know. It's just sweet. I know. I know it's I know it's great. I've never seen it, but I know it's awesome. The only, like, seriously, the only thing that holds me back is that there's so many of them, and I don't want to get into a situation where, like, the next, you know, three months of my life, I'm going to be spent staying up way too late because I can't not watch the next episode of Buffy. You know, yeah. And you've been known to do that. It does. It happens. happens. Now,
0: now, the other show that uh, that did get mentioned, and I'm not sure if it was Kevin Batchelder that brought it up or or not, but is Farscape, which obviously is a show that, yeah. that you and I love. But, Loved it. But as I posted, again, I don't remember, on, it must have been our website, but I replied to Kevin that I'm a little reluctant to tackle Farscape because I spent the last two and a half years or so listening to the Scapecast, or I'm not sure if it's called Scapecast or Scaper Chronicles, or you know, but they do such an awesome job. And, and I just can't yeah. kind of came to the end of that run. That uh, I'm like kind. What's to add to? It, yeah, right? and I'm kind of yeah. reluctant to tackle it since sure. you know, it was such a big part of my podcast listening. So, but there it is. We'll keep you guys apprised of, of you know where we are. So in-
1: I don't know. Maybe maybe in the next couple of days we can compile a short list and put
0: it up to the democratic process. Maybe. Well, that is a possibility. So yeah. uh, I'm not opposed to that. So unless what they pick is something I don't want to do. Well, there you go. And then, and then we just like, you know, delete the thread and they will go to the authoritarian process (laughs) if it never existed. So anyway, um, and I've got another possibility that I'm not going to say it out loud right now, but I'll tell you about it tomorrow. Okay. So kind of, you know, straddles the fence of both choices. So anyway, I'm going to say no more. So, okay. Let's get into Travelers. we got a lot to say about the season finale. Oh, boy, do I. Episode 12 of season one, entitled Grace, written by Ashley Park, who co-wrote Protocol Five and Donner, directed by Amanda Tapping, and don't need to say anything else about her, aired. Yeah, except, Dave, I I might be coming over to your side a little bit
1: about Amanda Tapping. Just because... You know, she's done now. She's
0: directed a couple episodes of Supernatural, too. But it begs the question, and I don't lay the blame at her feet unless there's some reason she doesn't want to work, but, you know, why isn't anybody hiring Summer Glau? And I mean that seriously, because she's awesome.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Has she not been hired? I I haven't even looked at her IMDB page recently. All
0: right, well, anyway, this one aired January 2nd, 2017, so dude as far as season finales go I don't know what else you could do I don't know how you could do a better job you know the only thing is
1: it's you, you to in order to run this you have to know that you know you're getting another season right sure right you
0: can't just like throw that out there like that and then say oh well, that's it yeah because this would you be know. a case where the season finale that ends up being the series finale in this case wouldn't be quite so satisfying because it's so yeah. what no you can't leave us like that yeah yeah
1: i mean this is a you know okay is you know season two available like right now
0: <laughs> yeah I, I need i need to watch it right now because they just throw a bunch of stuff up there and, and you know i've been looking to try to find out if they're already filming season two and i'm having a difficult time finding some information on that i mean i believe i read somewhere that they are but now i can't find it so if any of you guys out there know and can you know post it that would be awesome but you know okay let's look at the things we're left with the fbi has all of mac's team in custody but is it the FBI? Well, is it well? But it's it's Forbes. Is are you saying he's not right. FBI?
1: Well, the, I think no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm just. It's, you know. I mean, that's a question, right? Sure. Because we assume that the people coming after him are the faction, right? Sure. And then Forbes shows up. So you know, I mean, I'm not saying he is, but I mean, there certainly is a possibility there that that Forbes is, you know. Working with the faction. Well, that, well, that's true. The, the
0: grant is working with you know, the travelers. Well, that's true. And I mean, certainly every step of the way, we've talked about Forbes being a highly competent agent and wondering, is Mac even not giving him enough credit? So when we, we think like, okay, well, how did he track them down? Well, on the one hand, how did he not track them down? So Well, there's oh, there, there's oh there's a detail in there where they do
1: something. Is it when, maybe when Trevor steps outside me, I can't, someone does something that, you know, like can, they know now they're no longer hidden, you know?
0: Oh yeah. The uh, attenuator maybe. or whatever it is comes down. i uh, maybe that that's what you're yeah, talking yeah, about, but like I don't know. Hopefully I have it in my notes. But, but you know, I mean, it's one thing. I'm going to go with the fact that it is the FBI and that they have the team in custody, but they also have the device, which is going to be a little bit difficult to explain, which got me to thinking, I wonder if we're going to see a return of Dr. Delaney and that somehow right. she's going to come to the rescue. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's there's going to be a lot that she would have to explain about the device that, you know, top secret government project, you're not cleared, but of course this is the FBI, so it's not exactly… going to be easy to con them but but i wonder yeah now it'd be i mean this it's so completely like
1: open and i have just absolutely zero clue like really like where they're going with this
0: well right and and then of course grace and trevor have both been shot but presumably medical attention is going to be available but I mean, again, she, they both took a gut shot. Her Hers went right through her and into Trevor. Right. But, you know, we assume they've got a med team on site.
1: Uh, is L- yeah, it- I think Trevor's probably got a better chance of coming out from this one than Grace does. But I assume Grace is going to be... I, f- I feel like if, if they were going to kill her off, they would have done it there then and there, you know? Well,
0: I, I don't know. and And, of course, her character is pretty important now because... Again, Ellis is 0014, and I think I heard her, she's 0013, I, I believe her. I heard her say. So regardless, they're both important. They're both kind of, I don't want to say opposite ends of the spectrum, but they do disagree with, with what their next step should be. And now, of course, it's temporarily taken out of their hands, And and I guess you could argue that the team's left in chaos and and nobody knows who to trust at this point which you know from a narrative standpoint is awesome. Yeah. No, oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, well, like I said, I mean, they can literally go anywhere with this narratively speaking. That's it's that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, so good.
0: And in terms of the trust, I mean, it appears that Marcy and Mac trust each other. Carly though just can't think straight after being dumped by Mac. And as you pointed out, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, that's why you don't sleep with your coworkers. Yep. Yeah, that's one one of, of many reasons. Right. Uh, you know, we see Philip, who I think has finally admitted that his judgment may be clouded by the drugs. and And, you know, of course, as we've said a number of times, you can't really blame him. It's not as if he asked to... You know, have a host that was addicted to heroin or whatever it is he's addicted to. Right. Sure. Um, now, Jeff killed that woman who was going to kill. Well, the assassin who was going to kill Carly, and now we're wondering: Well, is she going to speak up for him? I mean, you know, he she left him hanging, and we'll get to, we'll get she to the details. She totally left him hanging. You know, so so that's certainly you know out there. I mean, is is yeah. Jeff going to have an in? to the FBI investigation or will he be shut out somehow? Um, and now uh, is the director in the 21st century? So yeah. there's a lot of questions. Like you said, it, it's come on, let's let give me, give me yeah. season two now, you know? Right,
1: right, right.
0: And, and I, well, it's just, it's like, I mean, that ending is so chaotic
1: and crazy and it's, you know, it's great because the, you know, the action that's going on, we kind of like emotionally going through the same thing that all the characters are, which is just like, what the heck's going on? You know, like it's utter confusion and chaos. And, you know, like we're kind of right there with them. I thought it was just really well done. Yeah.
0: And, and again, part of the, the compelling nature of the storyline is that not only is this chaos going on all around the team, but even within the team, as well so um now one of my favorite lines and i apologize if you were going to use this <laughs> as your closing but marcy there's a dead guy on my living room floor <laughs> so yeah yeah
1: no i don't even think i wrote that one okay down. all right i was just I was, I was still i think ranting about david at that point okay.
0: in the answer, oh so. come on all right <laughs> now you know one of the things that that was really fascinating in, in this episode is watching marcy 2.0 and the differences as she attempts to get her footing and again i mean we disagree apparently still uh, about david because i think he's doing as well as can be expected with marcy who tells him uh, i hear we're supposed to be friends and you know of course he he's got all of this um, experience that he's gone through with her. And, and, and you think about all the things he's gone through with her doing surgery, you know, fi- come on. He's, he's been through Bowden. a lot.
1: They they have been through a lot. Uh, no question about it. So yeah, but I, I, I reserve commentary,
0: Okay, but you know, will Marcy 2.0 and the differences that she has lead to any previously unseen conflicts. I mean, we, we, we know what Marcy 1.0 was all about, right. uh, well, Marcy 2.0, as she says, I'm
1: basically the same person, just kind of like, you know, without these very recent memories. Um, and she's, you know, I mean, Marcy, the first Marcy was a good person. So we assume Marcy, too, is, you know, a good person as well. And, and you see her when she, you know, she says, you know, when she says, dude, were we intimate like that? Um, and she kisses him. So she's like trying to, like, doing her part to get back into the swing of
0: things as they were before, you know? Well sure and I forget who it was I think it might have been Philip who who says that Marcy 1.0 was a lot more fragile and I, I don't think he meant it as you know a, a denigration of her it, and certainly she was a strong character but still, right. this one really seems all business, and, and maybe that's understandable, given that she just literally got here.
1: Yeah, well, and what would Marcy had been like had everything been fine with her and her host, right? Sure. Um, she basically, almost the whole series, has had this sword hanging over her head, uh, knowing that she's going to die. So, you know, I mean, that is going to,
0: I think that would make a person fragile, right? Yeah, yeah, no No. no question. The introduction of the faction, I just think, is brilliant. Uh, uh, awesome. So yeah. good. Now, the question, though, is its rise in, you know, again, whatever century we're talking about, I think we've narrowed it down to at least the 23rd or 24th. Is its rise a result of changes that they've made in the 21st? And as we've said, we wonder are we going to get a look at the future at some point? I hope so. Right. I hope so too.
1: Um, you know that that's a, a great question, and you know it's the team like almost assumes that they brought it about like it's because of something we did because we stopped Helios, right? Sure. So <clears throat> that for some reason must have given rise to the faction, which wasn't a thing when we left, but not necessarily. Well, that's true, but like I, it could have been. There's loads of travelers out there. It could have been something anyone did. It could have been a combination what a bunch of people did. It could have been exactly what the director wanted to happen.
0: Right, and, and that's one of the things that we don't really talk about. You know, from a podcast standpoint, and, and I think rightly so because we don't really have a whole lot of information about these other travelers, and we just naturally assume that McLaren's team is the A team, if you will, and I guess. The one argument you could make for that being true is that Ellis and Grace are front and center of of what's going on with them. So I think for the time being, we can make that assumption with a reasonable uh, amount of accuracy. Sure. But I mean, we certainly can't overstate the importance of the faction, again, as a narrative uh, piece here. Now the quantum frame as a fail safe in case the director had to come back to the 21st. Am I reading too much into the word back? So in other words, because they say that. So does that imply that he's been in the 21st or it's been in the 21st before? I'm guessing no, but I don't know. Well,
1: I mean, is it, now, being in the 21st, will that now give birth to itself in the future?
0: <sighs>
1: okay. And
0: exactly. And right. Time travel. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, that that's the thing. I mean, you, you got a show with time travel and you can just pretty much do basically whatever you want. But, you know, we as the audience want some established rules, though, because if you just go willy nilly, then, you know, then the, your
0: audience is, is not going to buy it, right? right and oh. and if you hang with a time travel show you you know you're a person that is going to look at those finer details and and question things that you do right, and that if you yep. don't adhere to the rules we're gonna we're gonna call you on it, oh yeah, right. so. especially in the 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 you know the social
1: media age you know you you better dot your i's across your t's because you know there's a lot of people who uh you know are pay very close attention and will definitely call you
0: out on any inconsistency yep now now the other thing i'm still fascinated with is this whole idea of shelter 41 right and why that's so important it, you know it, it collapsed it didn't collapse it collapsed and it killed everybody it collapsed but it, it so no it cl- but and in, in now it it, you know, before
1: all these people died, but now no one, you know, it, it never happened. It never collapsed, right?
0: And and that's what where the fashion came from. So uh, I'm certain we're going to hear more about that, and I can't wait.
1: So you know, and again, like something as momentous as Helios, which they thought was well, this is definitely going to change the future, and we see that it hardly changed the future at all, except for this little thing. And again, we don't even know if the it was the you know, Helios missing the earth that, uh, that gave rise to, you know, um, the, the faction happening. But, you know, it could have been, it could have been anything or you know, anyone. And so, you know, it's just, yeah, it's it's just well, this kind of idea that that time really, you can't really change the future. You know, that may, you might change things in the past, but that the basic timeline is still kind of, solid and, and it kind of auto corrects for the, you know, the minor
0: errors that might happen. Right. Or is all this part of the director's grand plan and that, you know, that, that he or it, I know it, I keep saying he, right. that, that it. So you're sexist. Knew right. all along that diverting Helios really wouldn't do anything, but that was part of the plan. So yeah. Well, it's like, you know, you give your kids like a little project to do, you know? i like,
1: got bored. Okay, well, here. Here, let's get an egg carton. Let's get some markers. Let's go to work. There you go.
0: Yeah. Keeping the travelers busy. Jeez, my father always gave me, like, hedge clippers or right. <laughs> something <laughs> like that. While I was bored. Because I usually found something to do after that. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, the opening scene, it, you know, we're in the aftermath of Marcy's procedure that has stripped her of her memory of the past few months and that, you know, as we said, she and David basically have to... Start over, and you know I mean the, the fact that Mac tells her she can trust David i I think is pretty important to her development now what's going to happen? you know you mentioned she leans in and kisses him. you know is that going to speed up their uh, connection this time, or you know maybe there'll be no connection that way?
1: Well, you know, I think it's funny because now David is now seemingly like well i don 't know if this is right, like dude. Like, now you're saying that? Like, see, that's the thing that kills me about it,
0: you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of killing, uh, that we see that death clock. Have we seen revised time of death before? I don't don't think so either.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't think so.
0: But it's this young girl whose host kills her mother who comes in response to her daughter's screams. And that was kind of gruesome, I must say. Well,
1: we thought it was the mother. Because I didn't recognize the girl at first as being the girl that was in the car. That, right, right. I didn't yeah. either. Um, so yeah, so the, you know the first on the first watching, um I just assumed it was her mother she killed, but we were like oh, oh wait, did that, did that group of travelers survive? Or was she cuz I remember they put her with her grandparents, right? But the but the her family didn't die. So I wonder if she was back and living with the you know the travelers as her family
0: yeah good point you know? I, I i'm not sure
1: yeah I'm, I'm i'm not either because we don't see uh who comes into the room
0: uh so yeah well i just <laughs> thought of that All right All right. well you know we we see i'll call it the mac carley and cat triangle and you know we talk about McLaren trying to connect with cat and, and again as Part of the plot, the fact that he's essentially admitting, I think, that this emotional attachment he's forming with Kat is overriding anything he has with Carly, which then begs the question, what did he and Carly really have? I mean, was it almost... a? Uh, uh, relationship that was born out of conflict you know how you know in the middle of war that that's what drove them together because i don't want to say he easily is abandoning carly but it sure seems like he's moving towards cat
1: yeah absolutely and you know or is part of that what he experienced you know watching the original grant mclaren's memories die right yeah true um because he kind of lived them where he wasn't sure if he was himself or if he was grant right you now, know so you know may, maybe that strong strong emotional bond that his host had with cat is you know kind of pleading
0: through yeah and, and i mean he says that he's back and wants to stay but of course that's after he confirms her suspicions that there is another woman. So you think, well, what did yeah, he expect that was her to really do?
1: Badly done his part. He walked right into that one.
0: He he did, but again, as we've said a number of times, the twenty third, twenty fourth century, yeah, who knows what you know, things are like there, but certainly from our twenty first century sensibility, again, not sure what he expected her to do. But then of course yeah, he, he could goes on like the Austin Powers she would be like, Oh yeah. I shagged you rotten. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does come to see her at that shop that she's browsing in, and asks her to leave for a while because he's afraid the faction's going to come after her. Now, of course, he doesn't tell her about the faction, but but I really was was moved by her ability to, you know, I think essentially say that you've wounded me deeply. But I still do love you, and I can see you're really serious about this. And I- I'm gonna go pack a bag and go to my mother's or-, or wherever she says. So while we don't see a lot of the two of them in this episode, you know, I-, I think it it really does set you know a, a storyline. You know, I- again, I don't know how important it's going to be because of all this stuff with the faction. You almost think, are they going to just move away from the relationships in season no, two? I
1: don't, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean... Uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty part of the show is, you know, like
1: the interpersonal relationships and trying to, you know, trying to maintain their, you know, it's some semblance of a life in this, you know, chaotic job that they have.
0: Well, right. And and of course, that is atypical for so many shows, you know, where the characters just hop into bed and it's really not integral to the story, but as you just said, that's not the case in Travelers. So Right. Well, now, and uh, you know, that's how McLaren got busted in the first place was through sex. Well, true. Right? Um, now he, I, I do like the fact, and we've talked about this again, many times that McLaren basically tells Carly, you need to let go of the baby and get on with the mission at hand. And, and, you know, as we said, we'll talk about the, the scene with Jeff in a, in a couple minutes, but, even with her, the way, you know, is something bleeding through with her, That you know, the, the mothering instinct that, that this is my baby, you know. Sure. So, you know. Well,
1: I think that we, we see that more and more. So does that mean that Trevor had kind of the hots for Grace before, you know, he was taken over by a traveler and things like that? I mean, right. I just, yeah, I think we see that some residue from the host –
0: definitely is having an impact on the personality of the traveler. Right. Now, we talked about McLaren and his confrontation with his wife. Well, dude, he's 0 for 2 because when he breaks up with Carly, yeah. again, I'm not sure how he thought she'd take it. But, you know, she's, she certainly doesn't take it well. And, no. and again, you understand. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, we wouldn't expect her to, right? Right. So now I I guess primarily, you know, we're at the farmhouse a lot and, and of course that's understandable because that's where uh, the device is but you know that that I don't want to say argument, although it really is an argument between Grace and Ellis, it's really fascinating to watch Grace in her role as a counselor who clearly has <laughs> lost her touch. <laughs> well, she has no touch. Uh, she to has speak. no touch. As she so inelegantly tells the young girl to fight back and face the fact you're just not that attractive. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and that's classic. Right. But great, uh, great. Jennifer Spence work. Oh, it was. And, And then as soon as that girl leaves, the traveler who killed her parents tries to kill grace. And, you know, it's only Trevor's intervention that saves her. But I love the fact and I don't care that it's Terminator esque the whole assassin sent from the future. I love it. And it, because it, it fits here, you know, uh-huh. it's not just thrown in. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It fits really well. And you
1: know, the fact that it's a, a character we met before as well. And the fact that it's a kid, you know, like, like obviously she's super menacing and scary. And so like when Jeff, you know, pops her, it's not, we were not overwhelmed with a sense of tragedy and loss, but also, like when we see that her, her lying there after she's been killed, it still then comes back to oh, well, that at one
0: time that was just a teenage girl, you know. Well, sure. And, and then we have to wonder is the assassin coming back to just simply take all these people out, or is it to take them out and recover the program that was brought here to hide from yeah. the faction? If, in fact, that's the truth. I mean, maybe it was brought here to hide from the director. I mean, again, that's part of what's so great about season one of Travelers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, there tons, loads, loads of questions that we don't. Yeah. On the one hand, the team has to figure out what's going on. Nobody but the director has the capability to send a traveler. Uh, but as Grace points out, there's a faction that's involved. So, so. What does that mean? And and who wants Grace dead? But you know, I mean, this is pretty much the point where we learn that the director's a computer which Grace reset before leaving to prevent its corruption by the faction. And again, that's kind of what precipitates the the conflict between her and Ellis, but um you know the whole idea of the advanced ai grace is the lead programmer and and i love the fact that philip is just kind of sitting there and maybe it's the drugs but it's like but just that look on his face like huh yeah <laughs> so
1: but yeah. Well, not too much as guess by philip though so yeah
0: well and, and 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 again that's i think what's so meaningful about it because right. she's you know, kind
1: of on like another level right well,
0: yeah sure but you know now there's this basic disconnect between Grace and Max team. You know she informs them. You know it was the faction that put them in the cages to test their loyalty. And I'm like, okay, that's a nice callback to that. Wondering because we really never did find out, right, who yeah, it we, was and why right. it was done. Right. I and thought it,
1: Trevor had been killed for, for
0: crying out loud. Well, yeah, and, and then it was supposedly to prevent them from completing a mission that they didn't agree with the, the faction that is. But now mcLaren's team, and I guess ultimately it's his decision, although you know he he's not you know an autocrat, I think he would you know solicit opinions as to what we should do, but they pretty much have to decide which side they're going to back right and yeah, who knows like I they have no idea like I said the faction
1: wasn't around and and they're breaking apart themselves. We can see maybe you know the faction like they are factioning just as that. Where some of them are like, we need to do follow the plan of the director one hundred percent. And it was like, well, no, we don't, you know. And uh, you know and the whole question where the text messages are coming from and everything. It's just uh, you know they they just no longer what was very certain before. You know the director comes in, tells me what to do, we do it. Bing
0: bang boom, that's the
1: job well
0: right. now not so much right and and i think the fact that despite the internal chaos that that the team's experiencing i think at the heart of it they understand that we can trust each other i may be having these problems with mclaren but carly knows you know, in the end, she can trust Grant McLaren. But does she though? I think she does, uh, I'm but I'm not so sure. Okay, well, that I think that I think that's starting to
1: to crack a little bit. Now, not destroyed completely, but just maybe a little bit, a little crack, a little fissure, okay, in the trust uh, from Carly's end. Now, I don't think so much from Grant's end, but I think from Carly's end, uh, she's not feeling. Obviously, she's not feeling the love anymore. But I just don't think she's feeling that. You know. That she trusts Grant so much.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, I still have like, no fury, my man. Well, well, that is true for sure. But in the context of the faction and the director and who's really doing what, I don't know. And you certainly could be right. And again, that would be a, a plot direction to have the team splinter and go in different directions. So, right. you know, who knows? I mean, clearly though, nobody really trusts Grace, it seems. Maybe Trevor because he's still got the <laughs> the crush <Yeah>. on her. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, and he, and he he doesn't take a bullet for her, but he takes a
0: bullet with her, so you know, that that's something that you know can bring people together. Right. And you know, I I love the way they dispense all of the information in this episode. We find out that Ellis was sent back to assemble a contingency, which is of course the quantum frame and that the traveler teams have been working to assemble the parts for months. And that this whole idea, if things get so bad in the future, then the director can send itself to the 21st. I guess then the question is mentioned a few minutes ago, is that really true? Is that the director's plan all along that people will think this and, uh, who knows i you know we'll find out but you know you mentioned that that he calls it a space-time attenuator field that's protecting the farm so that you know electronic messages can't get in nor can they get out which is i guess why they the team can't contact uh trevor right. you know initially but the director supposedly is currently offline and and again that doesn't uh do anything to Gender support from Ellis when he finds out, and, and that's kind of you know Grace has been kind of rogue. I mean, it seems to me she's totally rogue. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's like she's that.
1: just doing. She's, I mean, she's doing what she thinks is right and for the greater good. But she's yeah, she's totally doing everything without anyone having any kind of oversight of her at all.
0: Yeah, and it's almost like these two. Prize fighters going at each other, while you know the corner people—they in fact are worried that they're being punished by the director, as opposed to the faction. Right. And 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 it's almost like they can't see really what's going on. I mean, they can, yeah. but well, that's you know, like Carly
1: gets a text to kill you know Mac, and it's like, did the director? actually send that like and then um you know the little kid comes back right they get a kidogram or not a but someone who who someone delivers a message that you know we've assumed is from the director but saying you know shut down the you know shut down the machine yeah the quantum
0: frame yeah right and you know as all this is taking place and they're trying to figure out what to do shut it down don't shut it down an assassin team starts opening fire and, you know, all hell breaks loose. And, and, and of course, there's even that argument despite Trevor still having a crush on grace that uh, his decision to save grace. And, you know, we talked about that at the time when he takes her out to the field and, and, you know, uh, again, all of these decisions. And, and as we said, you know, when you, you, Make changes with people that I guess aren't as important. I know that sounds terrible or whatever, but you know the 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 great person theory of of time travel that that it's you know as you said things will self correct, right? But but when it's a major person, a major player, it's not so easy to self correct. So you wonder how important grace really is to. To everything and i mean it certainly seems she's important yeah i think she's super important yeah but uh you know they argue over the validity of that text message as you said but this whole idea that the director was reset because as grace said it was vulnerable who knows yeah so who knows but i do like trevor ready to take an axe to the device uh, you know as, as, as she tries to yeah, prevent them from killing each other true everybody's confused it doesn't take long to learn that the team's actions in the 21st are altered events in the future and and as we were talking a few minutes ago about the collapse of shelter 41 and whether or not it took place as they assumed at least the the, the future that they left behind and that it's the survivors of shelter 41 that are behind the faction so the or world? or just
1: Shelter 41 never, nothing bad even remotely happened to Shelter 41.
0: Right. and, and gave birth and to they, the
1: faction who's now pretty powerful and, and pretty significant of a foe.
0: Right. I mean, they left a world, they left a different future than Ellis did. And, and the world that the team left was loyal to the director and the grand plan, whatever the grand plan actually right. was. So turns out that this is all about how important decisions are made and by whom machines or humans right do we leave these important decisions to humans because as grace points out humans make choices based on greed and desire it's been proven (laughs) right and and of course now they're all second guessing what should be done and and max trying to hold the line phillips wavering and and you know but there it is.
1: I mean, yeah. we just don't like. There's so much uncertainty as to what is actually going on. In fact, uncertainty being probably about upper 90s amount of uncertainty. Uh, and like I said, you know, we're going through that same thing, just as the team members are, where we have no idea, they have no idea. You've got, you know, just the director is supposed to be coming in, but then you should get a message saying shut the machine down and. And again, text messages to kill one another and all this crazy stuff is just.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy. And, and you know, now the one thing I did want to bring up, we talked a little bit about Marcy's reintegration and, and of course, the attempt on her life. You know, she reads Philip the Riot Act about his habit, which, which again, Marcy 1.0 was a lot softer about that. Right. You know, well, you know, again, Marcy 1.0 dying. So. Okay. okay. You know. Now Trevor takes Grace back to the farmhouse. Yeah, we see Jeff taking the babysitter while Carly's watching from her car, which was kind of creepy. Yeah. But, a little bit, you know, their leather pants. And and right, and now, <laughs> I I know what you're going to say okay. after I say what I'm going to say. But we finally have a scene in which we truly feel bad for Jeff. Okay, I knew that's what you're going to say. So, I know. I know you knew that. Uh <laughs>
1: I agree. We feel a little bad for Jeff. Because he did a solid for Carly, right? Yeah. He saved her life. And she just hops in the car and rolls out. And now there's no one to to say, well, you know, this lady was being attacked. And, you know, like, so I had to use deadly force to stop her from killing an innocent person. You know, so, so that's harsh. But then... In like the karmic sense of the universe, you have to think that, you know, Jeff a little bit, maybe kind of deserves a little bit of what he might be getting here.
0: Right. And that's difficult to argue with. So. I know. Regardless, he sends her, you know, multiple texts. Yeah, because he's shitting his pants. Well, right. And we see that she sees the text. So now the question is, will she help? Well, of course. She can't at this point because she's in FBI custody.
1: Right. So, you know. Well, she could also let him dangle and, you know, get, you know, fired for uh, an unlawful shooting. And, uh, you know, then she gets custody of her, her child.
0: Well, right. But at this point, she's in FBI custody. If, yeah, if that's going blow over, though. Hey, I was. Well, we'll see. But uh, now noticing the wounds on her chest. Marcy asks David about what happened, and uh you performed surgery on yourself. And and yeah. well, how did I do it? Well, I, well, I helped. Well, and she's back
1: but, to the walking around without you know stuff on her top.
0: Yeah, that standing there, shirt wide open, and and God bless him, he holds it together, <laughs> explains the surgeries that the two of them performed together, but. Again, we we talked about how oblivious she is to the effect that she has right. on David Well, it, and- It's
1: similar to what she was like when she first arrived at the beginning of the season, right? Right. When she was right. walking around the apartment naked. So, um, you know, we understand that Marcy, before she jumped, before she traveled, you know, seems pretty
0: naive or inexperienced in, in such things. Right. But I think what happens here, though, is. That she recognizes now, and Marcy 1.0 really had no way to recognize this, how much David has been willing to risk to help her. So is that really going to even cement their connection that much further? I, I think it will, because she is told you can trust him, but you know, sometimes you have to yeah. earn the trust. And right, right. I think what she's seeing is that, okay, dude already has earned quite a bit. so. It'll be interesting. Now, the other thing is the faction member that has David held at gunpoint calls Marcy while he's pointing a gun at the back of his head. Dude, that was awesome, what she did. You know?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and she just like went into like, uh, you know, John Connor mode, like right away, like, didn't even blink an eye. Like she went straight there, very purposefully, walked through the neighbor's house, killed the guy, and then left. You right. know, like she was just checking the elect the uh, the electrical meter.
0: Right. Calls David Duck. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, you know what I'm thinking when she's saying that. Uh no. Oh, dude. What? Duck. Duck now.
1: Oh yeah yeah like uh, yeah right. Right. Yeah. In, in blank. A, in blank. Yeah.
0: So. Yes. Right. <laughs> and then she comes in. She just leaves him in the body. Well, we'll have to cover this up later. <laughs> like, okay.
1: Yeah. I, like, I don't have time to deal with you know the, these
0: minor details. Right. And and again, I love the fact that that we see that final scene there. The police are at David's apartment after his nine one one call. There are holes all over his story the police know it he's pretty cool he's pretty calm about it and
1: uh, I'm not so sure. well,
0: i think so well you know and, and again you look at all the things he's been through so right well and, but i'm thinking like well, I, you know i don't know like that's a tough call right you're in a tough right. situation here where you
1: got a dead body in your house but uh you know to my mind i'm thinking calling the police that's a tough call <laughs> You know, it is as as to because you are no way are you going to be able to really explain this to to the for the, with any kind of confidence, right? So like, you think he shouldn't have called. I think he shouldn't have called. I think it's stupid. She said she'd take care of it, right? I mean, like she just like sniped a guy from your neighbor's apartment. So maybe she knows what she's doing. If she says like just leave the body, I'll take care of it, um, you know, I just kind of assume she'll take care of it. I might need to leave the
0: apartment for a little bit, but you know, I'm going to kind take of... the woman at her word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, not that this episode needed it, but for that matter, not that any of the episodes really needed her, but anytime Officer Boyd shows up, yeah. I, I, again, love to see more of her, but she approaches Mac in that parking garage with orders to kill him. Right. On the one hand, we know Eric McCormack's not going to die. Right. On the other hand, okay, how is this going to play out? Is he going to kill her? Which was it? Right. Because this is the first time that she's heard about the faction, so now she's got to process that. Right. And, I mean, while she's certainly been a valued ally, you know, much to her chagrin because that violates one of the protocols but i love then how you know it's resolved in that she fires and deliberately misses gives him that head nod yeah and then he shoots her right knowing that she's wearing a vest vest. right it still hurts right but now she's got plausible deniability yes well yeah And, and
1: well the thing is i mean she like she got the text too, right? So it's like, when did they start delivering orders via text messages? Right? Yeah, good so, point. Um, so she, you know, obviously, because it's also because it, the the mission is so far out there, um, just has real and valid doubts about the validity of of that uh, of the order in the first place.
0: Yeah, I mean, the ambiguity in this episode. Ordinarily, we'd say ambiguousness uh, is you know, something we, we don't really want to have to cope with. But here... Well, I'd like a little ambiguity here. Oh, I'm, I'm saying, absolutely. And, there's you know, a ton of it in this one, man.
1: This yes, is yes, Ambiguous is yes. all get out.
0: Yep. So we get to the closing scene. There's been a perimeter breach. The alarm goes off. All hell's breaking loose within the team. And that and that's, you know, Carly shows her text that she's to kill Mac, holds the gun on him. Trevor wants to destroy the machine to keep it out of the hands of the faction. And then Ellis shoots grace bullet goes right through her abdomen and into Trevor's. And then grace tells Ellis to turn off the shield so the director can help them. And, and you know, that's when we're left with uh, the fact that, you know, has the director come to the 21st, but before we can really process that, Forbes and the FBI burst through the door and stopped the team, and it's like, what the heck?
1: Yeah, yeah right. Well, because Ellis, right, like has like a transmission, like he he like they transmit the kidogram through him. Sure, right, and he tells yeah. uh, you know Grant to shut the machine down, and, and so like like I said, I mean, we have always assumed that the well, it's always been the director that has communicated through the the kidograms. Uh, whereas it seems like maybe it's the faction um, sending the text messages, but maybe it's possible it's the other way around or, you know, or some reason now the director does not want the machine on, does not want to come back to the 21st century. Like it's just, it's just so much out there.
0: Yeah. I, it, look, as I said at the top of the show, I don't know what else you could desire from a season finale. So. That said, is there anything we left out that you want to bring up? Um,
1: no, I think we kind of really touched on the main things I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, oh so- well, the one thing. So when Marcy, like, uh, we mentioned, how she gave Philip a hard time about the uh, the heroin, right? But how does she know where to find his stash? I mean, she like goes right to the bathroom, and does she just happen to see it? Or I, I mean, it seemed to me she like went directly where he had his uh, heroin stashed.
0: I did notice that, and I thought the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, I'm like, be no what way. Is
1: that about?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So well, I guess if that's the only niggle we have with this episode, that uh, well, no,
1: I don't. I don't think it's a. I think it's definitely purposefully done. I'm just wondering what what the deal is with that. You know. Well, right, but
0: why would she go there? What you I mean? Right. Do, does she know? How would she know that Philip is inhabiting the host? Of an addict. Exactly. Because because he didn't know. Hey, and he, how would she know where he stashes his drugs? Right. So right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's gonna do it for our look at travelers. We want to thank you guys for joining us tonight. Love to hear from you with follow ups to this awesome series as we wait season two. Let us know, as you have been letting us know on the Facebook group what we should be watching like to encourage you to join it if you haven't yet spread the word emails to sci-fi tv rewatch gmail.com voicemails via the speak pipe tab which you can access through the website now we'll be back next week to discuss i'm just going to call it a myriad of topics related to sci-fi television there might even be a film or two in there who knows maybe even a book so yeah but until then
1: So Dave, you know, I'm like looking over all these choices for what we're going to podcast on next, but basically it looks like all the grand plan is screw things up worse than before.